Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Calpurnia? Haney, post up in the bleachers. You're off, garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Well, we're going to run our offense. I mean, it'll be our offense with the guys we have. The plays that he was running, the other guys can run. Everybody puts their own fingerprint on the play. You know, the, the play looks the way it does a lot of times because of the guy who's running it. You know, that, that's, that's really the, the personality of a play. I don't know. It'd be a good question for the, the teams over there, you know. Um, so, but it's a good record. I hope it... I hope it's 20 and one. Well, Brock Purdy, I see, I see a really, really very good quarterback who's playing at a very high level, leading a, a very high-level offense to great success. I mean, he's playing winning football, you know, and uh, operates in his style. His, you know, he sees things, he gets the ball quick, he's got to he can make every throw, he throws a beautiful ball, uh, moves around the pocket, scrambles when he needs to. We feel like we match up well against anybody, but basically, and we, we like our players a lot. We think we have really, really excellent players, the highest level players. It's going to be hard to out, for us not to match up well. It's going to be hard to outmatch us. I don't care who you are. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. That was John Harbaugh yesterday meeting with the media, talking about various subjects, and let's work it front to back, or back to front, I should say. That was Harbs talking about the 49ers and their skill players and how the Ravens are going to try to match up against them. And there are a plethora mm-hmm. of skill players that San Francisco brings to the equation. And what's, what's he going to say? Oh, we're overwhelmed. We're screwed. What are we going to do? I don't know how we're going to handle this. They should just cancel the game before we even play it. You understand the task is tough. And Mike McDonald's going to have his hands full, but they're mm-hmm. not overwhelmed by this uh, situation either no because i mean if you're if you're the ravens you look at all right two weeks ago they played seattle in san francisco and tight game the whole way i mean the niners it was 21 16 and into the fourth then the niners scored late to make it 28 to 16 so i mean that was a tight game i mean let's face the ravens got to play good they got to play. They got to bring their A game. You know, if the Niners have their A game and the Ravens have their B game, there's no way the Ravens win. If the Ravens have their A game, they got a, they got a shot to win. But we're talking about the 49ers here winning six in a row, all by double digits. Yeah. It's not like there's this unbeatable force, but the Ravens looking a little shakier last couple of weeks. Winning, Ravens won four in a row, eight of nine. 
Let's stress that. And the one loss was to Cleveland, a game they probably should have won. As a matter of fact, the Ravens, all three losses are games they should have won. But that being said, is that what leading maybe people to believe, and we'll do our picks tomorrow, of course, here on the show, that the Ravens, and they were a little bent, we'll get into all of that throughout the course of the day, that they're even underdogs at all, much less five and a half points, which is the second largest spread against Lamar Jackson during his career as a starting quarterback going to 2018. They were seven-point dogs at Kansas City, a game they lost in overtime, mm-hmm. where Patrick Mahomes made a brilliant fourth and from forever throw to Tyreek Hill to uh, get him out of that jam. Point is, Ravens are like, what do we chop liver here? They yeah. st- National radar, I mean, obviously we kissed their asses. We're in Baltimore, and they deserve to get their asses kissed this year. But national radar, with the exception of a couple of pundits, you know, Getup's not starting their show talking about the Ravens. No. First take, obviously, isn't starting their show talking about the Ravens. It's kind of like they're lost in the sauce, as they say, even though they're the number one seed in the AFC right now. Yeah. The the, the biggest thing that scared me, Bob, for the Ravens' defense is pass rush and the edges. Though, because the Niners love to run the edges, and if Purdy has time to throw, that – then, I mean, you've got a lot of receivers that can get open. Then all of a sudden, your secondary has got to play that much better because they got to cover longer. That's the thing that scares me. Now, if I'm the Niners, how do I handle Lamar Jackson? That's going to be the thing. That That is the big plus for the Ravens is Lamar's legs and his scrambling ability and ability to avoid the rush. And national TV extravaganza, and, you know, Lamar said yesterday, and we're going to hear from him throughout the course of the show, but, you know, MVP talk, who cares? Is this a Super Bowl preview? It's December. It's not the Super Bowl. Super mm-hmm. Bowl's in February. Just trying to make a statement. But human nature would lead him, lead me to believe that he's thinking, okay, this is a golden opportunity for me yeah. to go out here on a national stage and show that I am, in fact, most valuable player. Most valuable means if the Ravens didn't have uh, Lamar Jackson, we're not talking about them 11-3. and three. No. San Francisco doesn't have Brock Purdy. They're probably not 11-3 and three either. Nope. But they could get someone to game manage enough, given their weapons, to maybe be a playoff-worthy team. So most valuable, it's got many different interpretations, obviously, Vinny. But for Lamar, he goes out there and they win on the road and he's the reason they did it. All of a sudden, we're talking oh, about him. Dunk. Oh, national media, not us. National media all of a sudden going, well, they're, Lamar's the guy right now. Well, when I was driving yesterday, Bob, I was listening to Rich Gannon, you know, who was a former MVP sure. of the league. And he says one of the key components to win the MVP, national games. And what do the Ravens have? You know, I mean, they got a. They've had a flurry of them. And, and like, what'd you say, Bob? If if Miami beats Dallas, then they're going to flex it to. Well, s- no, Daniel Ayufuse, full disclosure, used our friend, used yeah. to be with the Baltimore Sun, now covers the Dolphins down in Florida, speculated because you have six days to flex that if Miami loses to Dallas and the Ravens beat San Francisco with two games left, the Ravens have a two-game advantage in the uh, AFC number one seed chase, which means it's unlikely it gets flexed to prime time. 
which I still think is unlikely anyway. If it gets flexed, it's going to be more of a 425 sort of thing. I I think. Uh, Norm, I'm, if I'm a betting man, I say it's Sunday night. I think that's where they flex it to. Well, I don't know what the holdup is then because I'm with you, but. Well, you just know. what he said. Because if the no, Dolphins. Daniel Yefuse. Yeah. But compared to what other game you would put on at Sunday night, it's still a better draw. Right. So if they were going to flex it, I would think they had done it by now. Correct. To prime yeah. time. I think it's more of a 425-ish sort of kickoff. What, what it'll It deserves a big audience. I mean, because let's say, Bob, the odds, odds makers probably, well, the odds say Miami wins, Niner, or Ravens lose. That's kind of what, what it's saying right now. Yeah, Miami barely one and a half point favorites yeah. at home. So, and and it wouldn't shock me if both lost, and no. then then it kind of stays the same, right? So, but again, it's not my decision to make. We yeah. just follow along well, like everybody. It's all about else. the money, yeah, in ratings and everything that goes along with it. It's video at eighty one oh five seven the fan. But to Baltimore's point, and some of the players again, we'll hear from that uh, throughout the course of the show. Are they getting disrespected by being underdogs? I don't think they are. I think San Francisco's getting respected. Oh, yeah. They should be underdogs at home, winners of six in a row. They blew out Philly. They blew out Dallas. I mean, yeah, they lost at Cleveland and they lost some other games without their full complement of players. But, I mean, the Colts, I mean, the Ravens have lost two games at home to Cleveland and to Indianapolis. Two teams very much in the playoff conversation, by the way. And they lost at Pittsburgh. So, I mean, we could start judging based on past things. Right now we're looking at two of the hottest teams in the NFL. Yeah. And San Francisco being underdogs at home. I, it, I think that would be an absurd point spread if Baltimore was minus two at yeah. San Francisco. On you know Christmas what? You night. know it's going to be tough, Bob, if if – they come out of the gate, uh, the Ravens, and they can't get pressure. Then all of a sudden, Mike McDonald's got to start blitzing and stuff. And then when you blitz, you know, you got some man coverage and, and they've got some guys. So that that's going to make it difficult. Because that's what see, Seattle, you know, Mafe, he could get there. And then, you know oh, what? And, and we'll go over the Niners people. But they got pressure up the middle and, and stuff. And then they blitz some. So they had Purdy kind of off balance. It's video at 81057 The Fan. It's Total Request Thursday. Pick the songs. We'll play them at 410-583-1057. Starting at 11 o'clock, get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up around 145. Mike Loxley is going to be joining us 11 o'clock. Talking about signing day for Maryland football. Well, the early signing day. Maryland's recruiting class, according to ESPN, rated 40th. Yeah. The big key the was country. the running back. Was the four-star the kid, kid from Baltimore. Yeah. 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 And then the O-lineman as well, who was the only player in uh, the ESPN Top 100. Not that they're the end-all, be-all of recruiting rankings. But at this stage of the game, you know, 46 years in, because Loxley's had some top 20, 25 recruiting classes. They were 12th in the Big Ten. Yeah. 12th. You know, behind Rutgers. Rutgers had a better class. And, and Bob, the, the kid didn't sign yet. The kid who had committed to Colorado, the big St. Francis kid who right. went to IMG, the old tackle. 
You know, and then I read where, you know, Loxley's got a good relationship, but Lox's not going to be able to talk about it. No, 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 no. But we'll talk to Mike Loxley about that and what uh, the next wave will be in regards to the uh, the portal. The portal giveth, the portal taketh away. It's taketh away for Mike Loxley. Will it be giveth thing, if that's a word, at any point in time? Not Barrows will be joining us. Is it Barrows or Barrett? Barrows, right? Barrows. Barrows from the Athletic. I can't understand my own handwriting. Sorry, everybody. Covers the 49ers for the Athletic. Get his uh, thoughts on this game. We were asking you yesterday on the show. Yes or no question. Super Bowl preview. Lamar said no. Said it's December. We're not worried about Super Bowls yet, but that's more of a professional attitude. And, you know, you could say yes because it very possibly could be, but crazy things happen in the playoffs, man. Bob, like listening to Harb's talk and stuff, He's pushing. He's talked to the team about being the underdog. I mean, they all mention it, so it's been uh, it's been, to, and that's their cry. Uh, whatever, whatever they bulletin need. Bulletin boards right. up there. Yep, it is certainly part of the equation. But you can get in now. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. We have a ton to get to. We'll get to as much as we can given our four hour time frame here. So feel free to join us. Ravens forty nine ers. Ravens five and a half point underdogs. Is that a disrespect? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Full line. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 105.7 The Fan. Oddly, it seems like he gets a lot of like hate from the stuff that I see. I don't know why. Like, It's just because he's got Brennan at you. Because he got Debo, so he got Chris McCaffrey. When you cut on the film, he's a good quarterback. Marlon Humphrey, Ravens cornerback, talking about Brock Purdy, bringing up an interesting point. Seems to get a lot of hate, as the assumption is, or the criticism is, or whatever. Haters, young kid word. 
that he's only successful because he has a ton of weapons. You know, completing almost 70% of your passes, scrubs don't do that. No. Stolle he's checking down the entire time. He's averaging almost 10 yards of reception or completion. Lot, granted, a lot of yak action making that a reality. But 29 touchdowns, 7 picks, <coughs> quarterback rating of 119. That's not what scrubs do. Yeah, he takes advantage of his weapons for sure. And I'm not saying Brock Purdy's going to be the next John Unitas by any stretch of the imagination. But since he's become the quarterback of that team, they've won a hell of a lot more than they've lost. And he's played pretty well in most of those wins. They hit that little uh, skid where they lost three in a row, minus two of his major keys there. Yeah, I mean, you've lost your starting left tackle and you lost Debo Samuel. But to say that he's a stiff and just uh, taking advantage of circumstances, I think, is a completely unfair analysis. Of I think guy. he's going to be the quarterback for the Niners for a long time, Bob. And, you know, kind of like they say about Lamar. What does Lamar do? Lamar wins games. Does he have the greatest stats? Now, this kid has great stats, too. Uh, I mean, he's got he's got MVP stats. Lamar doesn't have... MVP stats, but when you throw Lamar's run stuff in there, then all of a sudden, you know, he, he'll have as many well, it yards. It goes back to what we opened the show with. What's your interpretation of most valuable player? Right. Who has the gaudiest numbers or who's the most valuable to their team? And mm-hmm. I think Lamar gone from Baltimore, Ravens, they're mediocre at best. You take Purdy away and Sam Darnold replaces Purdy. Sam Darnold's not duplicating what Brock Purdy's doing there. And, and Bob, when I was watching the Arizona game, when Purdy got hit in the head and they went to the concussion to see if he had a concussion or not, you know, because all of a sudden, you know, I mean, 14's in there. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's throwing almost interceptions. And it's a totally different game. So, no, it's Purdy. Purdy's legit. Purdy's legit. And the more film you watch on him, I mean, you appreciate him because he the same thing that you say about Joe Montana, what they say about Joe, he's he's cool. Cool, you know. Yeah. And that's what Purdy is. Purdy doesn't get rattled. He's calm, cool, collective. Yeah, but Montana won championships Four, in, yeah. at Notre Dame. Yep. And came out with a big old resume as a college player. Wasn't the most physically gifted guy. In the the draft that year, what was it, 79 when he came out? But we all saw that some guys just have it in their DNA to win. Yeah, no doubt about Tom it. Tom Brady. Brady. and Yeah. And Purdy's like that. Lamar's like that. Uh, Mahomes is like that. You know, so, yeah. I mean, the great ones, <clears throat> the great ones are. And I, I think Purdy, Purdy fits Kyle Shanahan perfectly. Yeah. And Lamar, with what they're doing, he's – fits the Ravens perfect because when you have a quarterback, you build around the quarterback and Kyle has a system, but he went, he's got a guy that fits his system to a T. I mean, if you were to get Purdy and you could draw up the guy you wanted, because I mean, when those, when the Niner teams were great, winning Super Bowls, Joe Montana, similar Purdy got similar characteristic and Steve Young, Steve ran a little bit better than Purdy, but they're all extremely smart and extremely accurate. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Let's get out to the phone. Sports at 583-1057. Total request Thursday. Pick a song. We'll play. Get your song request in. Featured Artist Friday. Get your votes in starting at 11 o'clock. And Nolan's over there with the 105.7 The Fan calculator. Ready to add them all up for you. It's Rosedale and Tony. Tony, what's happening? 
Hey, how you guys doing today? Hey, Tony. Okay. I want to talk about, you know, this game and how the rule changes hurt the Ravens in this game. But first on the uh, the question of flexing this game, NBC just got to decide. That Green Bay-Minnesota game, that may be the get-in or go home. Is that more appealing than the game that's for a home field and a bye? I think the Green Bay-Minnesota is more at stake, you know, at that point in time. So I think they'll leave it that one at 8 o'clock instead of the Ravens game. And I, and I think and Cordell just texted me, Cordell Woodland, CBS protects that Ravens game. And they CBS has the right to not let that be flexed. Right. Okay. Now. What I mean about the rule change is how it hurts the Ravens in a game like this and how I feel a little bit less confident than I normally would. Okay, a team like the San Francisco 49ers, the Ravens can't really impose their will like these type of games in the past. And what I mean by that is Ray Lewis can't do what he did to Eddie George and stand over top of him and Pollock can't blow up Wrigley. And you brought up Joe Montana back in the day. He had these same type of teams that Purdy had. And a couple times, LT, Jim Burke, Carl Banks went in there and destroyed them. One time, 49-3. But the way these rule changes are, Roquan can't blow up McCaffrey out of the backfield. And Kyle Hamilton can't catch Debo across the middle. And it kind of favors these type of teams to do what they want, where as we got the people to you know, impose our wills, but we can't do it, because whether it's legal or not, soon as someone hits someone hard now, they quick to throw a flag out, kick them out the game and find them and all this stuff. And I just think the way today's games is, it takes away from teams that are built like the Ravens because we can't impose our wills because we might not have as many weapons offensively to keep up with a team like this. But back in the day, I tell people, the reason why you see so many great one-handed catches is because these receivers are, are stretching out and not afraid of getting hit. Uh, you, you know, what do you guys think about this matchup? And when I say we can't impose our will like, you know, we could years ago. I'll say Fred right, Warner. Thanks, Fred Warner's very similar to Roquan. Yeah, and they're not a bunch of wussies <laughs> right. over there. You know right. I mean? So, yeah, they they played some physical teams. And they beat up. They beat up Philly. They beat up Dallas. They beat, they beat up some teams. They were slugging it out with Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, so um, – the the only place they're not really physical is left guard, center, right guard, right tackle. They're not. They're more finesse, basically. To, but in that, more by design than anything else. Yeah, it's by design, and then they're not naturally nasty dudes. Whereas Trent's, Trent Trent uh, Williams, he's a he's a um, he's a nasty guy, but. On the Ravens side, and you've mentioned it many times, well, not, Ronnie like, not like not. Ronnie Stanley's Conrad Dobler. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. <laughs> that's true. All right, let's get back to the phones. Let's go to D and West Baltimore. D, what's happening on this Total Request Thursday? Yes, good morning, uh, Bob and Vinny. I'm a longtime listener, uh, first-time caller, and I just want to tell you all I really love the show. Y'all make my day, and I appreciate you. Well, you, you just made our day. Dave, thank you with that compliment, man. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and the family. Yes, sir, and, and y'all family as well. Uh, so I just wanted to make a quick note, uh, something that I've been paying attention to uh, when it comes to the Raven. Uh, and what I'm talking about is the, the, the ability to finish games 
uh, remember we early part of the season, like even to the the losses that we uh that we was losing, um, it was because we couldn't finish games, like we couldn't you know finish the game, and that's the that's the difference that I see from the team now, you know, opposed to early part of the season. And to me, I think that makes up all the difference. And I definitely do feel that they got a chip on their shoulder and feel well disrespected. Feel like they're gonna go out into San Francisco and they're gonna handle their business. Uh, my score: Ravens twenty-four, 49ers twenty. And uh, and I take it off. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Thank uh, you. All right, D. Appreciate that. And and look, Ravens win this game. Nobody's coming in here. Well, when we come back on Tuesday, going, oh my god, I can't believe they won the game. No. I mean, if Ravens win, it's not going to be the most stunning turn of events for Week 16 in the National Football League. And, and Bob, last time they played, the Niners lost and uh, went to the Super Bowl. So, you know, this game, win or lose, both teams are still going to move on and both teams sure. are still going to, you know, be fine. And both teams still have a very good shot of being the number one seed yeah. in their respective conferences. As we've been talking about this game, we want you in at 410-583-1057. Is it disrespectful that the Ravens are underdogs as they see it at San Francisco? I think it would be more disrespectful if San Francisco was underdogs at home against Baltimore. But it's all our own opinion. And what do you think? Share yours with us at 410-583-1057. When we come back, Vinny's film breakdown of that San Francisco offense. How explosive are they? They coming off a big win last week. They've been coming off a lot of big wins. Is the hype real? Vinny's film study coming up next. And your phone calls later in the show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 on The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan here on this Total Request. Thursday, San Francisco 49ers. They play host of the Baltimore Ravens on Christmas night. National TV extravaganza. Two number one seeds getting it on. Two teams hot. Ravens won four in a row, eight of nine. San Francisco's won three, uh, six straight. You got two MVP candidates. You got two stout defense. You got all the things you want in a primetime matchup. But we look at that San Francisco offense, and we've been kind of smooching their rear ends all week long, bidding. Let's break down the film and explain to our audience why we're giving them this level of respect. Yeah, let's start with the wide receivers. Number 11, Brandon Ayuk. Um, the more you watch him on film and stuff, he's a excellent route runner, and he's got good explosion off the line of scrimmage. And he, he, makes, he makes plays, and he's good with yak. I mean, they all make plays. 
Um, that that's that's the thing about it. I mean, Ayuk has fifty nine catches for a thousand ninety yards, averages eighteen point five with six touchdowns, three oh nine yak, eighty six targets. The biggest thing with him is is why he's averaging eighteen point five. He's got twenty three plays of over twenty yards, twenty three. So he's he's legitimate. He's good. And then Debo Samuel, another one. Debo's got 49 for 787. He's averaging 16.1. And he's got 14 catches over 20 yards. And he's got close to 500 yak yards. Now, he's also got 31 rushes for 172 yards and five touchdowns. They like to use him in the red zone on those jet sweeps and stuff. Remember he was whining about that a couple years ago? Yeah. So... They've got two stud receivers. And Samuel, he'll line up in the backfield, he'll line slot, line up wide, he'll motion, do all kinds of stuff with him because he can be a running back. He's built like that. He's hard to tackle. So, I mean, they got two legitimate receivers there. Tight end, George Kittle, probably one of the best blocking tight ends. Plus, he's got good hands. I mean, Kittle's got 55 catches for 865. Averaging 15.7 with six touchdowns. And he's got 414 yak yards. And he's got 16 plays over 20. So he's got a bunch of... They've they've got three receivers that have over 50 plays over 20 yards. 50. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, they're legit there. Now, when you look at the O-line... Trent Williams, like Harb said, he's a Hall of Famer. He's nasty. He's he's he can run. He's big. He's physical. He's everything. But then after that, there's a big drop off. The left guard banks. They're built for zone stretch plays. They're not knock you off the ball guys. They're kind of oozers. You know what the, what they're trying to do is get their head on the outside, get their body in position. So when they want to run right at you, they have a hard time because they don't knock you off the ball. Now, they want to they wanna get on your outside, and then, then what happens is then the back kind of finds the hole. So the O-line, pass protection and run, they're just okay. But when they do their zone stuff, they're very good because what they do is they're all reaching, they're all reaching, and then they're comboing up to the linebackers. And if they get up onto the linebackers, that's when the big plays happen because that's when um, Roquan and Queen are tied up. And then, boom, you know, McCaffrey gets to the safety. And he's first play at a Seattle game, he went 75 yards. All right, the running backs. Uh, use check. Use check is use check. Same guy he was in Baltimore. He can catch out of the backfield. He's not as good a blocker as Ricard because he's not as big. And he's getting older now, too. Yeah, he's like 10 years in the league now. Yeah. And then Christian McCaffrey, he's a stud. He's fast. He's physical. He's explosive. He can catch out of the backfield. And he's got speed. Now, he runs best when he gets the edges. Up inside, kind of handle him inside. But he's tough and physical in there. But they they can't give him creases inside. But when he gets to the edges, he's got vision. And then they like to throw him the ball out of the backfield. They'll run the Texas route, which is a little like 
slant route for the back from the backfield kind of thing. So he is he's a big threat. Now against Seattle, he didn't hurt him much. Just a one play. Because he had 16 rushes for like 140, but 75 of it was one play. But the, uh, otherwise, they held him in check pretty good. And then I think he only caught one ball. So they limited him. So if you take away that 75-yard play, that game's a five-point, it's a one-possession game. So that's why controlling McCaffrey is key. Now, quarterback, <coughs> I think he's really good. I mean, he's he can he can move. He he's he can scramble and he'll buy time and then he can reset and throw. And he's not afraid to take a shot at anything. And he's got that kind of arm. Throws a real nice deep ball. He's got great anticipation, great instincts. Now, he can get a little bit rattled. Seattle got him a little rattled, you know, by hitting him a lot. And then what happened was, you know, he's throwing at the receiver's feet and those kind of things. So, if if they give him a clean pocket, he's going to do damage to the Ravens. Now, if the Ravens can hit him, and I think what Mike McDonald's going to have to do, Bob, is... He's going to have to bring some blitzes and stuff. Because Clowney, Clowney could beat um, McKitts, McKivitz, Colton McKivitz, the right tackle. Because he he should be able to beat him. And the key guy is going to be Matabike. Matabike is going to be the key guy. And then the center is not a real physical guy either for them. So the, those four guys, I mean, whoever lines up on Trent Williams, to still, you're not going to, more than right. likely you're not getting there. So the other four guys got to make hay, and I think I think Queen's going to be blitzing Bob. I think they're going to be bringing guys, and they're going to try to confuse, you know, Purdy. So their offense is legit. I mean, their offense, Bob, is number two in the league, number three. They're averaging thirty points a game. So their offense is legit. Biggest thing is with their offense, they just keep coming and coming, and they've got weapons everywhere and all their guys are good yak guys so that's why tackling is gonna seattle i i, I think they maybe missed one or two tackles and that's why it was a tight game it's video and haiti 1057 the fan your commentary on the game your impressions of the upcoming mashup your predictions for the game feel free to get in ravens are underdogs they feel disrespected should they be disrespect and i think it's a bigger disrespect show if they made the 49ers underdogs at home but what do i know it's just by opinion share it with us coming up next mike loxley terps head coach talk about recruiting day which was yesterday signing day 40th grade of recruiting class according to espn what does this mean in the big picture we don't know but we'll discuss matt barrels will be joining us 11 30 from the athletic covers the 49ers will preview the game from his perspective sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Maryland football coach Mike Loxley joining us 11 o'clock. Talk about the signing day, which was yesterday. Obviously, preview. The Music City Bowl coming up on the 30th, which is nine days from today. You want to join us, you can at 410-583-1057. Whip around 1115 tons going on in the world of sports last night and historically, so stay tuned for that. Ravens five-and-a-half-point underdogs at San Francisco. You have a problem with that? Apparently they do. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, what's up? Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good. Doing all right. All right. 
Hey, real quick, Vinny, I think you misspoke uh, like last segment. You said the last time I think the Niners played here, they went to the Super Bowl or something like that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Ravens, yeah, Ravens beat them in the rain, remember? Yeah, 20 to 17, 19. I think. Oh, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, all right. I don't know, I was thinking about that different year. What did you think, it was um, Dallas? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> hey, I think it's hey, the last never, time they played, though, right? 2019? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good game. That's like, what, 2017? Yeah, yeah that was it a, was uh, rainy, yeah, rainy, cold, windy. Rain. Yeah, it was a nasty day. Yeah, yeah I remember that game because I was coming back from um, – if I'm not mistaken, I went to Hong Kong, and before that, I was at the Ravens Rams game in L.A. when they blew the Rams out at the Coliseum. Right. That, was a, a Monday night. that was a Monday night. When you were in Hong yeah. Kong, where were you like Enter the Dragon? You Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris? Yeah, man, kicking some ass my out there, Lee, man. man. You, know, you got to do. Try to find me a China wife. You know, it ain't go too well though. But, yeah, uh, 2019 is the last time they played. Just to make that a yeah. So, um, yeah, have they ever won out there in um Candlestick? Like, because I don't think they they won a game out there yet, have they? They haven't played in. I, have they played in the new stadium? Yeah, it was the Joe Flacco years. I think the Super Bowl year, right? The no, year that was Bowl, Candlestick. Maybe? This is this is Santa Clara, the stadium. Nah, the Ravens played them in 2011 on Thanksgiving <laughs> night here, and won 16 to six. 2015. In San Francisco, which I guess was Santa Clara at the time. Oh, was it? They lost that one, yeah. They lost that. Torrey Smith had a touchdown for the 49ers in that game. The only time the Ravens were a candlestick was their first year of existence, and they lost to the 49ers 30-20. to And, Vinny, you were working for San Francisco at the time. What year? Mm. 96. Yeah. Mooch. So they never won out there ever. They never won in San Francisco, huh? It does not look look like like it. it. Nope. I never knew that, man. Oh yeah, two thousand seven but... Ravens won ninety seven in a game okay. that uh, we NFL Films plays it every Sunday in the greatest games of all time. Yeah, but um, far as the that uh, one in the uh, it... that one in the Raiders and the Vikings game, those two games, the three yeah. nothing game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, far as the forty nineers and that weapons, man, I think they need to just put spies on everybody. You know, let Hamilton spy on, uh, follow McCaffrey around. And um, I don't no think calling. that's a good matchup. Uh, I think, think McCaffrey's so? too quick for him. So who's the quickest person in the Ravens defense? You know that they made that that's fast. It's got to be a smaller guy, I think. Smaller you got to put somebody like, that can change directions really quick. So you think Roquan can? No, nope. Roquan change. No, nope. hmm. uh, I don't. I don't think it can be a linebacker. Hmm. I think that's now, a mismatch. I think it's almost got to be um, a nickel corner. Now, 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 what about Debo then? Which a, a player we could have had, but the Costa wanted to pass up on five great wide receivers and draft little Marquise Brown, you know, and who well, I don't think he's in the league no more. Yeah, he's, with he's with Arizona. He's having Arizona. a pretty good year. <laughs> oh, Arizona. Oh, that's like a D1. That's like a D3. Nah, you know, he's NFL doing our show. We got other people to get him in. Thanks for the call. But to his point about, I mean, pick your poison, right? I guess. You know what I mean? Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to uh, Bel Air. It's Rob. Rob, what's up? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Uh, quick quick thing about this game that I I think is the biggest one, and Vinny, I know you're going to go over your keys. they got to convert those third downs. Ra- Ravens are sometimes in those third and 11, third and nine. got to uh, be in like third. I know it's not easy, but a third and three. 
49ers, it looks like they're ranked number ninth in defense. So, um, I, hey, Rob, I, that's my number seven key for tomorrow. Win on first and second down, stay out of third and long. Perfect, perfect. The other question I have, Vinny, when, you, when I watch Lamar sometimes, I mean, let's say they're at the 10-yard line and maybe is it the offensive line, but do you ever notice he drifts back really far, almost like – it looked like Bob. It looked like Terry Bradshaw going back there. It looks like he almost goes 15 yards back. Is there a reason he does that? Then he throws in the end, almost fades in the end zone. Isn't it better that he maybe takes a couple of steps and throws? I mean, you would know better than me, but it always looks like he's really drifting back far. And I'm curious if you watch the film. I think I, he's I buying time, is what he's doing. Because if he sits in the pocket, probably feels like he doesn't have that kind of time with his tackles. But if he's drifting back, then he can keep his eyes on everything and buy time at the same time. I mean, do you, wouldn't you think that in this kind of game with the pass rushers, I mean, you're going to have what Chase on one side, Bosa on one side, and don't you think, I mean, I know they go up against a lot of pass rushers, maybe the quick short passes to, you know, Aguilar or, Hopefully Zay Flowers plays. I heard he was a walking boot yesterday. So you got that and Odell or something like that instead of always trying to find the long ball right now. I mean, that's just what I see against this kind of team. I mean, it's going to have to be quick, fast passes, in my opinion, because they are going to, they're going to get after him. I mean, we know it. They're going to, they're going to get after him. So hopefully we have, they have a good um, you know, game plan. The only thing I, rem- I know about that, field that they're playing on it's very slippery at that there's been a lot of slip it's a tough field to play on the games that i've seen is it grass or turf at that one it's grass but it's always i think i believe it's grass but watch the games i mean you you i watch a lot of 49er games you know when they have it on there and it's constant cleat changing and you know slipping and i think in the super bowl if you remember the Super Bowl, there was a lot of that, too. So hopefully the footing will be much better at this game. And I think the Ravens have the advantage in special teams. And that, that's that's another thing I think they might have the advantage on. So thanks, guys. All right, Rob. Thanks, man. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. Making some good points, as there yeah. ever Sean did as well. So everyone excited about this matchup. 49ers hosting the Ravens. Five-and-a-half-point favorites are the number one seed in the NFC taking on the number one seed in the AFC. Is this a possible Super Bowl preview? Lamar Jackson didn't want to hear that. We'll hear from him talking about that very subject as the show rolls on. But when we come back, Mike Loxie, Maryland football coach, joining us to talk about signing day, preview the Auburn game coming up on December 30th. Whip around 11-15. Matt Barrows will be joining us from the Athletic Covers, the first place team in the NFC West. His perspective on this game and what the Ravens could possibly do to spring the upset. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.